love that it's always upbeat, upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> This is Joey and Lauren on demand. I need dream interpreters to chime in really quick. I had a very odd dream last night. I'm no good. I can't help you there. Okay, but listen to this. I have weird dreams. I, this, this was strange and scary. I rarely have dreams that actually freak me out and I kind of wake up like a... Wow, I'm glad that was a dream. Like, besides the one I had as a kid all the time when I was going on an elevator that was going down a million floors, <laughs> I believe I was going to hell uh, as like an 11-year-old. But I had a dream last night that I was driving my car. A wing of an airplane was in the middle of the road. I actually run over it. Okay? How, how do you run I, over it? I don't know. <laughs> Like it was a giant, like it was a giant, you know what it looked like? It looked like actually one of those blades of like the, um, those windmills that you ever see, like a semi truck carrying one of those windmills for like energy or whatever. Kind of looked like that, but it was a wing of a plane just sitting in the road. I run over it. Okay. I run over like a speed bump and then my brakes don't work and I'm driving and I can't stop my car. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. And then I woke up before I collided into anything. I don't know if this is like a really weird thing about me and if I need to talk to somebody about my thoughts and feelings because I often while I'm driving have the thought, what if the brakes just go out right now? Like it scares me. And then I'm like, what do I do? Do I just like try to coast and glide and not hit anything or? I mean, I think you try to run into like a hill or something. Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't want to be going downhill. <laughs> well, no, but I'm like, like you want to run. I, if your brakes go out, I think you want to run into like an inanimate object, right? If no. you're not going too fast. What? Well, how else are you going to live? You eventually, you eventually slow down because you're not hitting things. Yeah, your car but- doesn't just keep going if your brakes go out unless you're at an incline, unless you're going down. That's what I was picturing. I'm picturing if you're going down a hill, what do you do? You don't run into a car. You probably just... You just, you just or do you Mario bail? Kart. All right. You just go around things. You try not to, <laughs> I don't even know. This is freaking me out now. If your brakes don't work, just Mario Kart it, as Lauren <laughs> says. Watch out for those pesky little uh, turtle shells and the mushrooms. Yeah. Be careful of that. Okay. So if you're a dream interpreter, I ran over an airplane wing and then my brakes went down and then I woke up. Please let me know what that means. You I would never appreciate fly again it. or drive again. Yes. I, I, that's kind of what I was translating it to. <laughs> okay. So I want to get your thoughts on how to say this word, but I don't want to say the word. Um, so think of a Snickers bar. Snickers bar has chocolate coating what? What's inside of a Snickers bar? There's nuts, there's nougat, oh, and there's... nougat. What else? It's like a brownish, tannish... Caramel. Yes. Caramel. You say caramel. I say caramel. You've always said caramel. I, I am team caramel. I'm not team okay. caramel. Okay. Although I like it when people say caramel. It actually sounds fancier. Is it weird to say I feel like I went through a caramel phase... Where, like, there was a point in my life, probably when I was, like, 17, I thought it was cool to say caramel. And so I would always try to use the word caramel if it ever came up. But you, but you say caramel. But I say caramel. I've always said caramel. Okay, so I'm but team caramel, you're team phase. caramel. Yeah, so I'm team caramel, you're team caramel. Now, the more I say it, it sounds weird. But this is interesting. 57% of Americans actually pronounce it caramel. And only 36 pronounce caramel. No kidding. I thought caramel was the majority. That math doesn't add up. Why doesn't it add up? It doesn't add up. Well, no. There's probably some people that don't say it ever. Oh, okay. I was going to say 57. Okay, whatever. Maybe some people call it something totally different. So there's 7% out there that maybe don't even know caramel or caramel (laughs) is a thing. (laughs) It's such a controversy, I won't even utter the word. So 36% say caramel like you and I, which surprised me because I feel like I know more people. I associate with the caramel people. I know way more people that say caramel than caramel. Right. In fact, I'm trying to think around the office. I think I know one person here that says caramel because we've yelled about it before. Now, oh, really? I think it's an East Coast thing. I think on the East Coast, people say caramel. Let me, let and more in the this. West, you say caramel. Do East Coasters. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Hang on. I'm very curious. I, I, that's, that's what I think. I think like if you grew up on the East, you probably say caramel. And maybe that's why that's the majority because the majority of the U.S. population okay. is on the East. Let's see. People on the East Coast from Maine to Florida and throughout the South, including Atlanta, Miss, Mississippi, Louisiana, and parts of Texas, tend to pronounce it like caramel. Okay. That's, that's in the South. So that's if you got lot. Texas, Texas is a big state and they're saying caramel. Oh. That explains that. Yeah. People from the West Coast tend to use two syllables instead of three, pronouncing it caramel. Caramel sounds the way I the, the more I'm hearing it sounds like uneducated. It does. Or something. No, it, it sounds does. dumb when I say. Whenever it. I've had this argument, caramel. yeah, caramel, caramel. I like it. 
caramel is Ca- very pinky yeah. out. So if I'm describing a dessert, sometimes I'll drop a caramel. Sometimes I'm like, oh, they have this dessert. It's this chocolate cake. It's got a caramel drizzle. Oh, that just doesn't sound right. But if you say, oh, it's got this chocolate cake. It's got caramel. Like it <laughs> yeah, just doesn't. Go, caramel. Like you ask for a hot chocolate or something. Can I get some hot chocolate caramel? Nobody yeah. says it like so that. So like you if I caramel. ask, yeah, if you're getting like a hot cocoa and you're like, can I get some white hot chocolate with caramel? Not caramel? Yeah, or you're getting a a drizzle of caramel on your coffee or something. But what's interesting is, like, I feel like in commercials, Uh whenever it's described, they say caramel. Yeah. Because it is, it does does sound a little more fancier. Okay, Texas, 68719, are you caramel? Like the majority, or are you like us? Caramel, baby. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to get caught up on what's trending with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Man, I've learned a lot about Austin Butler being such a method actor. Like, he does so many things for his roles to really take it on. Well, he basically turned into Elvis, and yeah. he still talks like Elvis. Still talks like Elvis. He lived with Elvis's family for like a year during the whole like research process to, to film the movie. Didn't talk to his Didn't, family yeah. for like a year or Didn't two years. Didn't talk to his family for three years. While he was doing Do you this know movie. How annoyed I'd be three as a years. parent if, like, oh, how's your son doing? I don't know. He won't talk to me for three years. He's oh, Elvis I'm now. Sorry. Yeah. Well, he's trying to be Elvis. <laughs> Living oh, in okay. Graceland. Yeah. Well, um, there's a scene, obviously, in the movie where, you know, Elvis, towards the end of his life, he was bigger and he had gained some weight towards the end of his career. And um, Austin Butler portrayed that role as well. Yeah. And he gained weight for that side of the role. Instead of wearing a suit or anything like that, he actually gained the weight. So he didn't wear a fat suit he wore. Yeah, got it. And Austin Butler's very slim. And early days of Elvis, very slim. So his body changed a lot through the movie. Towards the end of the movie, that's where you see kind of bigger Elvis. Yeah. Austin Butler says that he drank melted ice cream every day to gain the weight. And he'd eat like a dozen donuts or two dozen donuts or something like that. drinking melted ice cream. I mean, that would do it. Like if you're thinking about how to ingest a lot of calories. Mm -hmm. Yep. Melted ice cream, I mean, or milkshakes, but melted ice cream even more because it's yeah. a liquid. Especially if you, it's gross, but especially if you drink it after it's like fully melted and not even like cold and frothy anymore. So it's like, a, it's like just warm. It's like, it's like, um, like a creamy milk. I don't know. It's just gross. But um, he did that and that's how he put on so much weight. This is the thing about actors that do that. Then they have to go and lose that again. Yeah. Or fix their health because they could not have been good on his body. I would have been worried that I would have been hooked on melted ice cream. I know. Like, my my story would have been like, yeah, I needed to gain weight for this acting role, so I started drinking melted ice cream. Then I realized that was my favorite way to start the day, and now I'm and addicted to are. melted ice cream. I cannot stop. So I saw that there is a family who has welcomed a lot of kiddos to their crew. Let me tell you about this. It's a mom from Alabama. She says that she just welcomed her second set of identical twins in just 13 months. So she had twins and then got pregnant. 13 months later. 13 months later, another set of twins. The diapers. The diapers. Four babies in 13 months. Holy moly. Which is a lot. And then I also saw a family that had quintuplets. This family is crazy too. So they had quintuplets, two boys, three girls. Born to a family that already had seven children, including two sets of twins. Wow! It's just hereditary, right? Is it? What's the twin rule? It's supposed to skip a generation. Is that true? That's what they say. It skips a generation. So, like, so. if your grandparents were yeah. twins, then yeah. you would possibly have twins, Possibly. Right? I think it's something genetically like yeah. that. That's my, nuts. Let's see. My aunt has twins. Well, oh, I have an, a cousin and an aunt with twins. Our boss has twins. So I'm trying to think. So then his grandkids could possibly have twins. Would you rather have twins at the beginning or the end? Beginning. Oh yeah. my gosh. I always said, you know, pre-kids before we had any, I always said I kind of want twins to start because I feel like, I don't know. Two if for this one is combo. Weird, my Buy one, my get brain, one I'm like, oh, I get two two done. Right? It's like Especially. a coupon. <laughs> yeah. But that also, it's, it's uh, all I know. So I start off being a mom of two babies rather than having one baby and then realizing how vastly different it is with yeah. two. Yeah, I think it'd be rough having twins at the end because maybe you're like okay maybe you're sitting there and you're like oh we want one more child and then it's like no yeah. buy one get one a little bogo vince mcmahon am i saying his name right vince yeah. McMahon? he's a wwe guy yeah he's the wwe like owner whatever yeah yeah, yeah. commissioner so apparently he's looking to sell wwe yeah. for nine billion dollars so we got any uh cash lying around you could own the wwe elon musk jeff bezos <laughs> jeff bezos should buy wwe and it's just called like prime 
Prime. It's just Amazon. And like the Wrestling big, the Prime. wrestlers show up in boxes <laughs> and they're dropped off in the ring. No, they wear the delivery vests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just, just the vests. They're just a all little, Prime delivery. What, yeah. are they, what are they called? No, I don't want to say underwear, but there's a yeah, name like for little it. briefs or whatever. Isn't there a name for it? The... Well, leotards are what like yeah. gymnasts wear, but that's like a full body thing. Not a Speedo, not underwear. I feel like for wrestling, there's an actual name for what they Spandex. wear. Spandex. No. Maybe I'm wrong. It's the same thing that, like, Superman wears. Totally. I, everybody like knows what I'm talking about. underwear on the outside. <laughs> yeah, just briefs, a Speedo. Well, if you want to buy the WWE, there's nine your billion. chance. Wow. You just got to have nine bill. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. We have Nathan with us today. Now, Nathan um, went out with Jessica... He says that he likes to bring questions, so like he had kind of those. Um, he's wondering if it was a, if she didn't like it, but he has. He says I have some like traditional icebreaker questions to ask, and he's wondering mm, if that was a bad like idea. Written down like well, I don't know. Like I, in a book. I, let me ask Nathan. That's the one concern you had. Let's bring you on now. Do you write? Do you have these questions written down, or how does this how does this work out? Yeah, I mean they're not written down. Okay, say but. I do, like, have them in my head, and then I just, like, ask them, you know? So I think, like, maybe that might be might be it. Um, okay. And I, you know, okay. I text her back, or I text her, and then she, like, left me on red, so. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it would have been different if uh, you had a notepad and paper, and you're, like, reviewing, or maybe you pull out, like, the notes app on your phone or sticky notes or something. So I think you're good there. Uh, are you worried that because you were asking kind of typical questions, which I'm curious what those questions were, but are you worried that she kind of saw that out and she's like oh this is kind of a thing or like what's your worry behind that yeah i don't like i, I wasn't being too forward i'm not like too forward of a person I, okay. I, mean, I wasn't trying to get like hot and heavy or uh, ask her i don't know about what we're gonna name our kids or anything but <laughs> yeah i don't know i just I, it was so weird because it was kind of cool you know we met online and uh, talked a few times and then we went out and i thought it was really nice mm-hmm. but it just something you know not adding up what were some of the questions that you're worried about? I don't really know. Like, I have a question I'm super worried about, really. Okay. It's just, I think that the questions in general just Got it. might have scared her. Like, maybe some, too many of them. Okay, some people do feel... Like, if you're if you're spouting out questions really quickly, and they're very specific, I could see someone going, oh, is this his first date? Like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, if, if someone... If I just had, like, five questions all lined up, locked and loaded... Like, don't you think that'd be a little weird? If they were unique questions. Unless you're reading them from something, why would it make me think they were, like, pre-planned? And even so, is it wrong to pre-plan some questions to make sure you have something interesting to talk about? Is that a bad thing? What if I'm sitting there going, hey, if you were left on an island, what three things would you bring with you? That's a weird question to ask on a first date. Or That question generates conversation and gets things okay, going. Okay. All right. It I mean, may I'm have not nothing to do with it. It has to be asked. Now, Nathan, you said you've seen that she's read your message or at least seen it. She's got that notification on. So did you send any texts after that or you've just knowing that she's read your message and not responded, you've left it at that? Yeah, I, I haven't sent one back. I just, I feel like it says a lot. Okay. She's already you think in it. today's day and age, if you have your red receipts on, there ain't no denying that you've seen the text. Okay, so that's a little bit too, Lauren, of a risk. We're we're not dealing with someone that's texted multiple times. You yeah. just sent one text. Yeah, so okay. when I get texts, I try my best to respond, but nine times out of ten, I read it, and then I forget because I'm busy doing something else. So that's best case scenario. Yes. So, uh, Nathan, let's do this. Well, maybe I should have maybe yeah. I should have responded again. Uh, maybe. The other thing, too, and yeah. I hate to put this out there, Nathan, into the universe, but the other thing, too, is if she likes you so much she would have reached out, right? Sure, like, sure. So who yeah. knows? Or if she liked you enough, she would have been checking that conversation thread. Like, right. you know, when you're like, maybe like, did they text me? So yeah, I, I don't think it's the worst thing to only send one text. I will say 90% of the people mm-hmm. we have on Makeup or Breakup have normally done like two or three texts, maybe a phone call. So you are definitely in the minority of, hey, I've only I've only sent one follow-up. Which but, is not a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, no. So let's do this. Uh, we'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Jessica. All right, man? Okay, cool. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. So we spent some time with Nathan. Um, very interesting. We don't have this scenario very often. Mm-hmm. He sent one text after the date saying he'd like to see her again. He says, I saw that she read it. I, she's got her red receipts on. 
And then I never sent a text after that because that was a strong enough message to me. You saw it. You didn't respond. But most people send multiple texts before they call us, basically. Right. right. And, and he only sent the one, which I don't think is a bad thing. In fact, sometimes if you send multiple, it could be a little eager. Yeah. So who knows if she's anything like me? She's like, oh, I didn't even see it because I'm busy or I forgot but about it. But if you are interested, you would follow up yourself. Yeah. You know, if you True. really, really wanted to see somebody again. Okay. So uh, we've got Jessica's number. Let's talk to Jessica. Hello? Hello. Is this Jessica or is Jessica there? Yeah, this is this is she. Je- Jessica, hi. Um, our names are Joey and Lauren uh, from Joey and Lauren in the Morning. We're a morning radio show. And um, the reason we're calling you is because a man named Nathan reached out to us that um, that you went on a date with. Is that ac- uh, accurate? I'm sorry, I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what this is all about. But, um, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, what's going on? Okay, <laughs> that's okay. That's I can right, tell you're concerned. Hi, I'm Lauren. Um, so we are calling Hi. you because we talked to someone named Nathan who he says you guys went on a date. And so what we do on our shows, we help people who've gone on dates and then they don't hear back from that person, right? We just try to figure out the communication gap. Um, so the reason why we're calling you is basically to figure out why you're not texting Nathan back after your date. Like he likes you enough, wants to go out again. So we're just trying to help him out. Because it's, it's something happened or yeah. you're seeing like, because w- for him, he goes, I went on a great date and now I never hear from, from Jessica again. I, uh, I never, uh, well, I mean, if he really wants to know, honestly, I've never been on a date with a guy who has given me so many high fives in one date. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so he's high fiving you. Explain. Like, what do you mean by so many high fives? Like, was this a constant thing? Like. Like what like contest? Were you guys watching a game? Thirty. He gave, hold on. He gave you thirty high five. Yeah. How's that were, possible? Were you playing darts? Bolt like were, was, were these in high five scenarios? Like where you would naturally right. were you watching a game and cheering yeah. or essentially anytime I said something that he agreed with, uh, he would just kind of throw his hand up and be like, "Oh man, up, up top." Like that, like just really every <laughs> single time. Um, Interesting. Just for any positive reason. Um, okay, so you're not the whole night. You're not watching a game. You're not playing darts. You're not doing shuffleboard or bowl. I mean, none of that. He's literally like you would say something, and he's like, "Oh, I agree. Let's hit it." Like high five. Exactly. It was. It was very strange. Um, really, really, really weird. Like the weirdest. It's kind of okay. unique. It's unique. When was the last time you gave somebody a high five, Lauren? Me? Oh, yeah. I give high fives. Like, but, 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 infrequently. But in, a, in a situation that Nathan would do? On a date, do? I haven't. But I would say I would rather go on a date with a guy who gives high fives than handshakes. Like, if he handshakes me goodbye, I'm like, that's weird. I'd rather get a high like five a goodbye. a firm handshake. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah, Wonderful time tonight. But, but also, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Okay, that's a lot of high fives. You said so, 30? Jessica, are you turned off because there's one of two reasons, and I'm, I want to get your thoughts. Is it because you're thinking, okay, this guy's giving so many high fives, there's no way he's actually genuinely interested in me. He just wants to keep things light and fun as friends so therefore i don't see myself with him or is it purely because this guy is not serious enough and he's giving high fives and is childish well it's a little bit the childish route um but also you know it felt like i was his bro and which mm-hmm. made me feel yeah. very unsexy yeah felt like i was like hanging out with him and yeah i just i just felt like wow he must not really be attracted to me at all if i'm uh, like getting high fives and bro maybe it's a nervous thing language, I, I was you know? i was just maybe about to say jessica you and that's all he knew it's a it's a yeah. nervous tick it's like i don't know what to do i'm so impressed with jessica here we go up top high five i don't know um jessica here is the deal i, I understand it's a very unique thing going on nathan is with us and Nathan, who um, can maybe defend the high-fiving going on, let's bring him on. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> is this – explain yourself, man. Yeah. I don't really know what's wrong with a high-five. I was really – okay, honestly, I was really trying to make you feel uh, comfortable okay. without being creepy. Like, I don't want to give you – like, hug you and just – you know what I mean? I, I don't know. That, that's where I'm coming from. Well, one, one high-five is okay, even two at the right <laughs> moment, but – uh. That many of them? I mean, that just, uh, that, that made, like, turned it the opposite direction. Okay, would you <laughs> have rather up. had him, like, give you a hug? I mean, not, like, 30 hugs. That would be super oh, weird. Oh, great compliment. But, hug. like, but like okay, so he gives you a hug. Like, is that better? Or, because I can kind of see a little bit, Nathan, you're thinking, hey, I don't want to come on too strong. I don't want to do anything too forward and make her uncomfortable, so high five seems safe. 
What would you rather have, Jessica? I mean, I don't think a hug is any kind of move. I feel like a hug is kind of just a genuine, like, experience shared moment. I agree. So I would rather a hug over a high five, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Back, I, I mean, I am a high fiver. Like, it's just kind of... We know that. Yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I, and Nathan, I don't know. I I'm not... So, yeah, if, if, about it. If, if you're a high-fiver, uh, high-fiver should not change. I mean, when you said goodbye, did you go a high-fiver or did you do a hug at the end, like in the parking lot or wherever you guys say goodbye? Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I, you high-fived. You did. <laughs> She's like, I remember. I love Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, I gotta be honest. With how many high-fives you give, you're probably the best high-fiver in the country. Like, I, there's something about your palm meeting mine that I want to make happen. <laughs> I say sometimes people can just be awkward on first dates. I'm not calling you awkward, Nathan, but sometimes things in your brain make sense. And then to her, yeah, you're thinking, oh, this is great. This is a nice little way to just say I like you. So I'm wondering, I don't know, Jessica, you sound rather turned off. And and I know we just kind of called you out of the blue. But is there any any thought in maybe going out with Nathan again if you want? Like no pressure at all. No more high fives ever again. (laughs) It's totally up to you. Whatever you decide. Uh, actually, hearing his voice again, hearing him talk about it, you know, didn't sound too terrible. Um, you know, <laughs> kind of made me think that maybe he was interested and it wasn't just a bro. So yeah. I think I'd be willing to, like, text again, but I, I can't guarantee that I want to yeah. go on a date okay. again. And- okay. Well, just but- start with that. Start with talking. Um, don't send any, like, high five emojis or no, anything. No, but Nathan, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan, just if you hold your hand up to your phone, I'm holding it up to the microphone and let's <laughs> oh let's God. high five. You're going to get a text again. All right, man? Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Right, let's let's high five. It's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's Would You Rather Wednesday. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's get Would You Rather Wednesday. We do this every week. Your Would You Rather questions, text them in to 68719. We answer the best ones on the show. Let's hear it. Okay, would you rather have your brights in your car permanently stuck on, or would you rather have your horn beep randomly for three-second intervals. Three seconds is a long time. Yeah, both of those suck, by off. the way. Um, because, so my car has auto brights. You can turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I've realized, like, it's, 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 very, it's very sensitive. Like, when a, car, when a car gets a certain distance, it'll turn on the brights. And I've been flashed multiple times with that. I'll go with the brights still, though, because if you just keep them on, then sometimes people go, oh, maybe those are just his lights. I've had that before where I think someone's brights are on, and then I realize, oh, that's yeah, just their brights lights. brights are so bright. But honking, honking can get you in trouble. True, but brights can cause an accident. If your brights are just shining right in someone's face, like as they're trying to drive Yeah, but honking can way. cause someone to punch me in the face. <laughs> not, like, if you, not if you outrun them. Keep, keep, I just, I, I just think going. of like, think of times when the honk would be so inconvenient. An older woman is crossing the street, right? Okay. And just randomly, your ah. horn. Goes, ah. I mean, the glare. What is three seconds? No way. That's yeah. Three no seconds. Way. No way. No. I Dang. will take the bright. I will take the brights. I will deal with people flashing me like I crazy think, and getting upset. I think I'm with you because at least someone's excuse could be, oh, maybe they forgot. Like it wasn't on yeah. purpose. No one could excuse a three-second honk to be, oh, it was an accident. Now, I do have bright anxiety, which is if I'm riding in a car late at night and let's say you're on a country road or something and people don't have their brights on, it drives me nuts. And my dad, my dad was not a big fan of putting on the brights and I was always like, dad, the brights. I mean, as long as there's not an oncoming car, like, yeah, definitely turn them on because animals, especially if you're an old country road. I grew up with like deer. I grew up with deer and moose popping out of nowhere. And so I'm like, dad, turn on the brights. (laughs) Uh, Would you rather have a pause or rewind button in your life? Wow, Uh, this is tough. Probably a pause. I could get some good naps in if I could pause my life. Yeah, I would pause it on a nice Saturday afternoon. (laughs) For like three days in a row. I'll do pause as well. They'll rewind to go back to like some core memories. Like when your first child was born and get that feeling again. Like think about going back to when you first became a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Big, big moment in your life. That's a nice feeling. Or even just to rewind to to see some of your loved ones. Like if I could rewind and spend another day with my grandpa. Yeah. Like things like that. Oh, gosh. Now I think I'm going to I'm going to pick rewind. Because you can make rights, you can make your wrongs right again. You know, like you can ask for forgiveness when you were a jerk or something like that. Me, never. Yeah. I never need to ask for forgiveness. What do you mean? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I will do pause though. Final answer. All right. This text, would you rather go to space or the deepest part of the ocean? 
Wow. Um, I hate both of those options, to be honest. The ocean freaks me out. I know what's out in the ocean. I don't know what's on the moon. I feel like we've had this question before because I'm I'm feeling that anxiety again because I hate this question because I don't want to ever go to the deepest part of the ocean. No way. Especially that fish with that little lantern on it. Or anything. Anything down there. It's pitch black. You can't see anything. If if we're assuming aliens don't exist, which depending on who you are, you may believe there's something out there. I'm going to go space. Though my only fear of space is like somehow I accidentally get like nudged by someone and fall off the spaceship and then float till I die. I'm just scared of black holes. You can Oh me? yeah, that would We talked suck. about black holes before and based on whatever the molecules or whatever happens in a black hole, your body gets stretched into a spaghetti uh-huh. thin, thin spaghetti noodle. You turn you turn into string cheese. It's That's what terrifying. I understand. So, I can I choose neither? No, you've got to it's, would I you rather Wednesday? Like I don't want to do this. Uh, no, um, I'll, I'll do space. Though I hear space ah. stinks. You know space smells? Like smells bad? Yeah, it smells like mm. burnt rubber. That's what they yeah, say space smells like. Oh my gosh, I hate this question. I guess I'll take space. Oh, but man. I'd rather not live. <laughs> I don't want to do either of these. How long do you think you could float out in space before you just get super bored? You think you could last like 20 minutes and be like, man, I'd maybe. Panic. No, I'd panic. Yeah, you'd, just, you'd probably pass out. Think about that. If you floated away. Yeah. Now I'm going to get really scary. If you just floated away, you are just floating. I know. Forever yeah. until you basically starve to death. Yeah. At least send me. At least I hope I float towards Saturn and I can touch the rings. What's scarier? Sinkholes or being stuck in space? Because sinkholes are terrifying Sink, to me, too. Uh, a sinkhole that, I mean, a black hole, I think, in the beginning, I'd be like, here we go. And then my uh, body stretches into a million pieces. So I will go. <laughs> I think sinkhole freaks me out more. There's a, Than a black hole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, They're how deep is scary. the sinkhole? I don't know. Could you imagine laying in, bed, laying in bed and you just go down to the center of the earth? And the earth eats you up? These yeah. are things that keep me up at night. I know. Those are your would you rather questions. Now I'm scared. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Someone is excited. Ooh, someone is excited. I thought you are excited. No, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Shocked excited. Shocked? Shocked? Sir sighted. Surprised you're, you're, excited. You're surprised and excited about kind this of. new news. I'm uh, yeah, I've got some feelings. So I was uh, scrolling through TikTok and I saw this video that has been shared thousands of times. I saw this video and it is a woman saying that the poof is coming back. Apparently, according to style researchers and people who keep up with the trends, the poof is making a comeback. If you don't know what the poof is, it is. I got to find some throwback pictures of me. From back in the day when the poof was a thing. The poof is the thing in the front of your hair. That yes. It, it, was like, it was like a standing up. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So it was like you take your bangs or the whole front part of your hair, like the bangs on the side yeah. or whatever. You hold it straight up, just straight up out in front of you. You take a comb, a brush or something, and you tease it. So you brush it down. You're teasing your hair. And then you take the now standing up messy hair and you kind of fold it backward. And then you pin it with however many bobby pins you need to keep it up. And now all of a sudden, it's the like whole a speed front bump. top a of speed your bump head on your head has a speed bump. And that was the style. I'm trying to think what year, probably. I was in high, I was like right about to graduate high school. No. Fre- well, I was in college. Maybe I was freshman in college. No, it, it lasted a while. So I remember actually doing the poof, I want to say in like 2010. I feel like 2010. Okay, so it was I was big. college. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me Google this. I just, when was can, the poof? Can I give a shout out to um, the best poof I've ever seen? Yes, please. Bria Palmer, who's still a great friend. She is married to one of my best friends, Bria Palmer. She lives in Washington D.C. now. Uh, she had the best poof I've ever seen. Bria had a good poof. Bria oh, had a. Okay. You know who Bria is. I know Bria. Bria, Bria had a great poof. Uh, I still remember um, she rocked that poof all the time. Yeah. Well, so I just poof, want to give a shout out to that. I'm trying to think when it was when it was really popular, but I remember it was like early 2000s, maybe mid mid you know early to late. I'm telling 2010s. you, it was, to me, it was like as I was wrapping up high school because I took a Is girl it started. Or, I took a girl hmm. to prom. I took two girls to prom, and they both wore a poof. Okay, I'm trying to think. Now I, took, I wore. I took two girls to prom not because I'm cool because I. Yeah, I was friend zoned. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, you're probably right. It was probably around like 2006 yeah. to like 2010 yeah. is maybe when it died. So the poof is in Apparently, and it's coming back. the poof is coming back. The hair poof. Um, I'm having a little PTSD because I remember the utter stress 
um, a lot of and work. agility that it took to create the perfect poof. And a lot of times, if your hair isn't thick enough, your poof falls flat. And that was really hard on a lot of girls because but, you wanted to have the poof, but the poof didn't work with your hair. They also have a product, a plastic thing that you put in your hair, the bump it, right? I had a bump it, but that wasn't for the front of your hair. Oh, it was gosh. for the back. So that was the other thing. The bump it was pre-poof era, at least for me. I used the bump it first. So the bump it was a bump in the back in and then the you had back. a back. So eventually you had rolling hills. You yeah. had a, you had oh, a poof. It was so, a camel on my head. So let me get this straight. Yes. You rocked the bump in the back and the poof in the front. Yes. And it's just, I mean, it's just off-roading at that point. That's I mean, camel. it's just the, the ups just the and downs. <laughs> camel has two humps. Uh, Lauren's head had two humps. Like, that's really what it was. So your hair used to have two humps, one in the yep. front, one in the back. Yeah, I mean, I, I went through phases where it was one pump and one, or one poof in one area and one bump in the other area of time. And now, that well, what happens to the poof if the middle part is also in? Because kids are still rocking the middle part. So how do you poof well, the middle part? the middle part, that's the thing. So you're going to just have to take the bangs so you brush forward whatever bangs you have even if you have a middle part you still have bangs they're just on the side yeah and they may be long so you may not have like bangs that are um i don't know they're cut off or yeah. whatever i don't even know the right word to say <laughs> layered um and then you take it and you just like Holy tease moly. it pin it back and then there's a big bump in fact let me let me do this i'm taking my headphones off I'm gonna this show is you. i gotta tell I'm you i'm gonna demonstrate the poof just hearing you explain this this is one of the rare moments yeah. I'm grateful I'm a bald man. Okay, so like you're I'm watching. not I'm not normally grateful that I'm balding, but I am today. Okay, okay so Lauren's so got her hair up. You're poofing it. Okay, I don't have a brush on me, but you okay. Okay, and then you pin it, and then you kind of and there's the puff it up. You puff it up. I remember. I am getting thrown back to like freshman year of college. It's actually kind of driving me nuts. This is the poof. Holy moly! You remind me of every single girl at my university my freshman year. I it's actually don't hate the look. I I'm don't hate it either. I'm seeing myself in the camera right now. It ain't bad. Honestly, Lauren, I think tomorrow you need to poof yourself. I and I think poof? we, I think you rock the poof tomorrow. And I think <laughs> maybe you just act normal. You let people decide if it's back. And then you could possibly be the trendsetter. You know what? Gen Zers, you're all going to love the poof now. But we did it first. Yep. We did the poof just like we did the butterfly clips first. And we it, did the scrunchies first. But, it's, but now the poof was in 90s, but the, the style is 90s because now it's the baggy jeans. It's yep. the converse. It's 90s. And it's like the light jeans too, kind of yeah. like the acid wash type jeans. Yeah. Dark jeans are not a thing right now. And you can't find you can't find form-fitting jeans anymore. No. I'm They're wearing like, no. jeans today, and they are so out of style because oh, they yeah. form to my leg. Jeans now are like, can you jump out of an airplane and be fine? That Those are the jeans for Pretty you. Pretty much. All and right, all the so crop tops. The poof is coming back, people. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for Fix My Life. Becky is uh, wanting some help on Fix My Life. When you when you think you know someone, right? You're in you're in a relationship or your best friends. Uh, she says it's like a family member, and then you get this. Uh, in her case, a Valentine's gift that makes you question everything. Can you bring this up? So uh, Becky joining us now on Fix My Life. Hello, Hi. Becky. Hi, Becky. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Okay, so your, your story is interesting. Basically, you got a Valentine's gift from. Your roommate slash best friend, and you're like, was this done on purpose? Should I say something? So what's going on? Yeah, so I got a Valentine's Day gift. It ended up being like everything opposite of <laughs> what he knows that I like or everything like that. Yeah. Um, but the main issue was that he did spell my name incorrectly, <laughs> and I've known him for five years. <laughs> okay. Now, how so, how incorrectly? Was it just like one little... You know what I mean? Like, was it, like, horribly wrong? I mean, Becky. So how do you spell Becky, and how did he spell Becky? So I spell it B-E-C-K-I, which is a little bit different from Mm -hmm. some people. But he knows that I've had a really hard time with other people spelling it wrong before. Yeah, it's a a pet peeve. It's a a common mistake. (laughs) So he knows that it's B-E-C-K-I for Mm -hmm. sure. Like, he he grabs our mail every week. (laughs) And it's always B-E-C-K-I. <laughs> okay, so he, he does this with a Y, and you're like, okay, is this out of spite or something? He actually did it B-E-C-K-I-E. <laughs> so there's an added E. And this is, when yeah. you saw this, did, immediately did you go, he's, like, trying to send a message. Like, he spelled my name wrong on purpose. Um, I'm not quite sure. Okay. That's, I guess, my issue. That's is, your problem. Um, I don't know if it was an intentional thing. 
it was after he got off late from work, but he also like did this so last minute that it's like, did he put any heart into doing yeah. this in 20 mm-hmm. minutes? Got it. And bringing okay. it home. So the name kind of gave it away that he didn't. Um, so I don't know if I should bring it up and uh, say, hey, this actually kind of hurt more than sure. felt like I was cared about at all. Mm. Sure. Um, no, no, and not that you- I'm ungrateful at all because I'm mm-hmm. grateful for him getting me anything. So it's an, a weird situation. Is it normally an expectation that a roommate would give a Valentine's Day gift? Like, that's something in itself that I'm like, oh, wow, your roommate got you a Valentine's Day gift. It would if we haven't known each other and been so, have such big roles in each other's life yeah. the last five years. Uh-huh. Like, this- he's my son's best friend. He's my best friend. He comes to literally every single holiday event with my family. Got it. Okay. So this is not yeah. family. Yeah. family. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can so I my get... family doesn't spell my name wrong. Yeah. 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 And, it, and it is, it's one of those things where you go, okay, if I bring this up, is it going to make me look petty um, and also just right. create more exactly. issues? Now, let me ask you this. When you say the Valentine's gifts were totally opposite, like, can you give us an example of like, where you like, he knows yes. I would hate this. So I did not get a single piece of actual chocolate. And you love chocolate. Um, I freaking love chocolate. Yes, <laughs> I love chocolate. Okay. So it's like the number one go-to. He got yeah. me like white honey chocolate. He knows I hate white chocolate. So you hate white um, chocolate also, and he got you white chocolate? He knows that. You're sure he knows that? For for sure, for sure. Huh. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Um, yes, is I'm there like another Becky in his life? Like, did you see this and assume it was yours? But is there another Becky it could have been for? What are the for? odds, Lauren? What are the odds? Yes, there's another that Becky that totally loves her. <laughs> okay, so you, you hate white chocolate, and he gets you white chocolate. Yeah. He, he picks up the mail every day. He knows how to spell Becky, and he puts an E on the end. I, I think you do yeah. got to bring it up. It would eat me alive. And I actually think the white chocolate, if right. he knows you hate white chocolate huh. on Valentine's and that, Day. And that wasn't even it. Like, they were completely... Each gift was, like, completely opposite. At first, I thought it was actually a joke. I thought it might have been, like, that he switched it for his yeah, mom's like a, stuff or something. Or just, like, randomly threw things in the cart. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, strange. like I said, it was, it was like, 20 minutes from yeah. the time he got off work. Okay. Yeah. When so, you got home. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> uh, my my initial opinion is, hey, it's the thought that counts. It's sweet that he got you something, right? When it's it's not necessarily yeah. something that's expected or necessary. Very weird that it's the opposite of stuff that you like. However, I feel like, well, maybe he was maybe he was trying or listen, the guys in my life, Becky, they're dumb. Guys are dumb in my life. But that like, they don't pay attention to, to the things that e? I like. No, I'm sorry. Becky I don't Bring it up. It sounds so petty. Like, how long ago was Valentine's Becky, Day? You okay, know what it's I mean? Been a, it's been a while. But, Becky, Becky, if you consider yourself family, we've all had awkward family conversations. Sometimes you got to tell your aunt something at Thanksgiving you don't yeah. want to say. If you do, I say you bring it up in a joking manner. Yes, like, I agree. What's this? You spelled my yeah, name wrong. Yeah, so Come I up. think you need to bring it up with some humor and then see where it goes. And if he takes a serious tone about it, then I think there's a... But I think you bring it up as a joke. Like, dude, you realize I hate white chocolate, right? Like... Why did you like? What, don't what say the it like heck? that because that sounds so rude. Right. Like, okay. Well, let's do this, Becky. Um, we'll open up the text line. People can text us six eight seven one nine. If you are Becky, your roommate, best friend, family member, <laughs> right? Uh, someone with a deep relationship gives you everything opposite on Valentine's Day, on things you hate, and spells your name wrong, which they know drives you nuts. Do you bring this up? Six eight seven one nine. You can text if us. If it makes you feel better, Pecky, I got nothing for Valentine's Day, so at least but you. That got was something. agreed upon. That was agreed upon. All right, Becky. I wasn't something. expecting anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. We'll let some people text in, weigh in. Okay, Becky. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. That's coming up next. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix My Life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. Now this is very interesting. So Becky, her roommate slash best friend slash. She's like, he's like family. They also dated on again, off again. There's a relationship there. There's there's history there. Uh, got her a Valentine's gift, but she goes, I cannot tell if this person did this on purpose. She said, my name is Becky, B-E-C-K-I. He knows that. He picks up the mail. He knows how to spell my name. There was an E at the end. And then every Valentine's gift in my Valentine's was literally the things I hate. 
What do I do? And she says he knows that she hates yeah. those things. For instance, she loves chocolate, but hates white chocolate, and he got her white chocolate. Yeah. And so she's like, is he sabotaging me? Is he... I mean, I guess what could have been worse is if he got her something she's, like, super allergic to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but she's like, is he playing a prank on me? And so she's like, I don't know if it sounds rude or petty. Like, do I bring this up and and try to question, like, figure out, hey, why did you spell my name wrong? Like, you kind of hurt my so, feelings. So let's unpack this. If you were in a relationship with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and they spelled your name wrong on the Valentine's card, would you say something? It's not her boyfriend, though. It's her roommate. I, look, I know. I'm just, I just want to know where the line is of where you would absolutely say something. I would say something, but I would say something immediately. Not, yeah. not all this time has passed, right? Yeah. So there's, there's the other caveat is, should you have brought it up right after getting the card? And then you see your name is spelled wrong. And then I would kind of be like, huh. <laughs> Funny guy, yeah. he was not but wrong, but yeah. She said he put it together in about 20 minutes, and it was late at night. So mm-hmm. she's like, it was late at night. Maybe he was tired. And I think a lot of people are like, I'm not going to bring up drama right when I receive a gift. I'll deal with it later. Well, True. here we are much later, and she's like, I still don't know if I yeah. bring this up. So the question is, do you bring it up? So we've got some text on this, 68719. This texture says, it sounds petty. You cannot bring it up. Um, but this one says, maybe he was pranking you. You should get him back. <laughs> so what? You prank him back with something oh, else that wow. would make him mad? I love or... that idea. So next birthday or next thing that you maybe. would get him a gift, spell his name wrong and get him the opposite thing. This text says, did you get him a Valentine's Day gift? Because maybe he did this on purpose because he was upset you didn't get him anything. Okay. So. Do you see that being a possibility? Yeah, as a guy, would you do that? I, that takes a lot of thought for mm-hmm. men, and typically men don't think. Like him putting together a Valentine's gift late at night with 20 minutes, that makes sense. Um, getting the name wrong doesn't make as much sense. I just feel mm-hmm. like if you know someone well, you would know Maybe. how to spell their name. This text says, my husband of 15 years misspells my name all the time. <laughs> wow. Now, she does say Becky, she spells it interesting. Like, it's, yeah. not, a, it's not a typical, she, B-E-C-K-I is a little bit untypical of How that name. How about this? This text says, my wife knows I hate butterscotch anything, but she makes butterscotch bars for Father's Day every year. I think she just forgets. Yeah. I like this one that says, outweigh the pros and the cons. If he's been a big part of your life for five years, and this is the first uh-oh moment, Take that into consideration. Yeah, this one's saying should have brought it up right away. Too much time has gone by. Uh, this one said this is definitely a concern. I would ask him if everything's okay and why. Other people saying just leave it alone. They're like, just leave it alone. Who cares? Move on if he's been a great guy yeah. otherwise. Here's what I would do. If I'm sitting at dinner or whatever, the next time everything's kind of chill, this is exactly how I would say it. So, Becky, if I know you're listening, here's what I would do. Hey, can I just say something that's weird? I noticed that you spelt my name wrong on the Valentine's. And... You got me like white chocolate. I thought, did I not tell you I hate white chocolate? Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, think, like something like that. Just where it just kind of room. It just kind of opens the it, where maybe. it's almost like you forgot about it, yeah. and now you're reminded. You're like, hey, wait a second. I think you spelt my name wrong. So that's that's you. Uh, my opinion would be I wouldn't bring it up because I feel like too much time has passed, and then it could come off as. What, you've been letting this fester for a week and a half, and you've been mad at me behind the scenes? Like, okay. Look at this text. We just got this text. This says, have Becky's roommate write her name down for something else and see how he spells it. Oh, yeah. That's the way you do it. But how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? You got to figure out something. You got to figure out a way where he's going to write your name down. So, Becky, you need to get a letter together and then be like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to put my name on the front of this envelope. Will you put it on there? And then if he just easily goes B-E-C-K-I, boom, red flag. Mm. Something's going on. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to find out. Yeah. I will say there are some times where men are just overlook stuff. And that's an that is at least in my life, yes, I'm throwing a generality or whatever out there, but in my life, my experience, a lot of men I know have overlooked a lot of things. For instance, you constantly get me the same candy for every single holiday. Sour Mother's Patch Day, watermelons. Mother's Day, Valentine's my birthday, anniversary. I like those, but my gosh, can you lay off? Like, I need uh, something else. You got me a Detroit Lions alarm clock. (laughs) I don't like the Detroit Lions. You got me a Detroit Lions alarm clock. It was situational. See, but we we don't hate each other. Yeah, Becky, see, this is the future. We didn't hate each other. All right, we'll keep texting us, help her out. It's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack. This is good. If you got kiddos, 
Turn on the subtitles when your kid is watching TV. It enables them to learn verbal and spelling skills without them even knowing it. A lot of shows repeat the same words over and over, which means they won't have to sound out words. They will just know what it looks like. Oh, that's so there smart. there you go. It's like that's the whole Miss Rachel smart. thing. Yeah, Hi. but does Miss Rachel have no. subtitles? No, but you can probably add them to her YouTube videos or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. You know? Open, shut, hi. Put just, it in, put it in, put, put it, it in. in. Put it in. By the way, we talked Good about job. we talked about Miss Rachel, $10 million, right? So she's got $10 milli. Uh She's done that in three years, by the way. So just keep that in mind. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, get on YouTube. Good for kids. her. Yeah, I know. Really good for her. I, I like subtitles. I'll tell you, my friends and my family, I, I've got a couple of siblings that are obsessed with uh, K-dramas, like Korean drama shows. There's a couple of, I guess, great ones on Netflix or whatever, and I've tried to watch them. Um, I've got to read, though, and it, it, to me, I get tired. Like 10 minutes in, I'm like exhausted. <laughs> Your by eyes it. are tired. But, I, but I, I will tell you, there's some there's some movies I've tried to watch where the kids are awake and doing things. And I'm like, if I don't put subtitles on, mm-hmm. I don't know anything that's going um, on. Good example, Disney Plus Hamilton on Disney Plus. I watch that when I do watch it or when I have watched it with subtitles because they're going so fast, right? They're rapping really fast, the lyrics and stuff yeah. about the independence and the country and all these things that I like, I can't follow because it's so fast. So I always put the subtitles on and then I feel like I'm learning a lot about history. So this is gaining steam. Once again, sleep divorce is supposed to be the relationship trend of this year. So they say sleep divorce is in. You need to try it. Uh, We have tried it, but new research says that yes, happier couples have what's called a sleep divorce. What is a sleep divorce? It's where you sleep in separate beds so you can fully focus on resting. You're not worried about bumping into each other. You're not dealing with fighting over the covers. And you will have a better night's sleep, which turns you into a better person, which turns you into a better relationship. How long is sleep divorce? Is this like a permanent, like permanent. you move rooms? Permanent. Yep. Oh. And I was I was reading it. They say this is the trend that a lot of couples should try, especially if you've been having issues. And there's a few different ways you can do it. You can do two separate beds in the same room, or you can just do two rooms totally separate. Like, I feel you don't like even this is the same room. actually going to be harmful, in my opinion, harmful if you're having problems. If you're having problems no. and you guys decide to split ways and someone's upstairs and someone's downstairs, then you're then you're not spending time with each other. I mean, I guess it all depends on the couple and, and how you personally feel. But I've you're going to sleep better. Yeah, I've slept, we've slept separate before, and I kind of enjoyed it because I got better sleep, so I get that. You don't know what it. you got till it's gone. Right? What about so, sleep separation? Like you just for a week, you get rested up and then you go back to normal. I mean, we we can throw whatever word we want on it. Sleep divorce, sleep separation. Either way, if you're on the rocks, they're saying the trend you should try out is sleeping separate. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So huh. you, you just you know what? I mean, think about it, right? Even if it's I'm not even saying a separate room, just a separate bed. You can just have your space and then maybe you appreciate your partner more when you've been away from them. Right? It's like when you go on a trip and then you come back and you're like, oh my gosh, I realize how much I miss you. Yeah, and- but you're saying you don't come back. It's permanent. You're saying that is a permanent change. Well, you come back every morning. Like you leave every night and you come back every morning. It's like a mini vacation. What do you mean you, co- you come back to the other bed No, I'm saying that little break of alone time in your own bed, maybe in your own room, it gives you a nice reprieve. You get a good night's sleep. And by the morning, you're like, hey, I missed you. Mm, okay. So in the morning, when you see each other at the breakfast table, you go like, hey, it's been a while. What's it been, eight hours? These are relationship experts. These are relationship experts. Sleep divorce. So go to your partner today. Tell them Joey and Lauren sent you and look at them and say, I want a divorce. And then wait for the dramatics and then say, a sleep divorce. Okay? Hmm. So just practice that. (laughs) You know, go to your partner (laughs) and say- Don't play my stuff. It goes horribly wrong. I want a divorce. A sleep divorce. And tell us how it goes. Interesting. Okay, so I was just looking at some of this. It says a sleep divorce is simply sleeping apart in separate beds. Uh, Shelby Harris, who is a licensed clinical psychologist and director of sleep health at Sleepopolis. Yep, Sleepopolis, man. Um, it says you might need a sleep divorce if your partner snores or has sleep apnea. Oh, you wake up often that. because your partner rolls on top of you or honks the blankets. If I'm with someone who rolls on top of me in the night. Yeah, that's scary. Get Some away. WWE match. <laughs> or if you're a light sleeper. Okay, well, maybe you should try it out. So we tried this a year ago, a mm-hmm. couple years ago. But the problem is we didn't give it a full effort. I slept on an air mattress. So we're like, oh, we're going to sleep separate. Let's try it out. But I was on an air mattress. It wasn't the same. It was in a random spare bedroom. So I think you've got to kind of go all in. So do you go all in and you get a bed? Do you you, like whatever it is, but you got to go all in. So sleep divorce. How about this? Someone try it out. Let us know how it goes. And maybe it'll save your marriage. 
And if it doesn't, don't blame us. We're just passing along the right. data. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time for What Do We Learn on the show today. And there are so many reasons why I love doing what we do. One of the main reasons is if we ever have a question, someone normally has an answer. I had a very strange dream last night. I was driving in my car. There was an airplane wing, like a broken off airplane wing in the middle of the road. I ran it over. And then I could not brake. My brakes were done in my car for whatever reason. I couldn't end? stop. I didn't ask. Did you wake up? I did woke you crash up. into I, something? I woke up before a collision. I remember like I kept hitting my foot against the brake pedal. And then I woke up. My, I would have loved to see you on the outside. I know. While you're asleep, like kicking your leg like a dog pretending to try and stop the brake. So, exactly. Because that's probably what was happening in bed. So I have this crazy dream. I explain it on the show. I say I had this dream. My car ran over an airplane wing and I couldn't stop my car. Anybody can interpret it, and boom, mm-hmm. we do have an interpreter yes. on the text. This person says, Joey, I have an interpretation for your dream. It Here we means go. your life has been on a fast-paced jet, and when you ran over the jet wing, you were putting the brakes on your life to slow things down a little bit. Hey, freaking man. Hmm. Amen. That sounds nice, slowing things down. Yeah. It makes do sense, think? doesn't Accurate? it? Accurate? It makes sense. It makes, it makes sense. Life's been very busy, right? We've been doing a lot of stuff. Life's been crazy. Let me slow down a little bit. There you okay, have it. Okay, I like it. Interpreting and decoding your dreams. Also, people are uh, letting me know that they also rocked the poof. So in case you missed it, the poof is coming back, which is the little bump in your hair that you would make right at the front where your bangs are. It was really huge like a, it was in like the a early speed 2000s. Bump. Yeah, it was a speed bump. Now, not the bump in the back. This is the poof in the front. Sometimes we rocked both at one time. Which is pretty Seems amazing. very problematic. It's coming back. People texting in. This one says, I started doing the bump, not the poof, in 2006. This one says, I'm almost 37. I've been doing the poof all this time. This person says, I literally have the poof right now. Good thing it's coming hey, back. Hey, there we go. <laughs> a, a permanent poofer. I do appreciate that. This one says, I stopped doing the poof last year. I guess I need to do it again. See, that's the thing about these trends. <laughs> you you finally get over the poof. Yeah. When did you stop rocking the poof? I stopped rocking the poof probably in like 2014. 15. Okay, so it's been it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But this person goes, I just got done, and now you're going to bring it back. I know. Don't poof me when I've depoofed. And you know, don't let these so-called fashion trend oh, whatever yeah. experts tell you how you should do your hair or wear your clothes. Oh, the benefits, just do the poof. So the benefits of the poof, really quick, is you don't have hair in your face. That's got to be kind of nice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you have a clear vision. Yeah. That's got to be nice. The hair on the sides frames your face, and the rest is bumped oh, on top. Oh, got it. So it's got a nice little square. Guess so. And then uh, it also adds a little flair to your hair. I didn't mean to rhyme there. And you just rhymed there. <laughs> I know. Flair to your hair. I didn't mean to rhyme there. Well, uh, <laughs> if you uh, take a picture of your poof and send us yeah. your poof pics. You can also see my poof pics I posted on our Facebook page. Okay. It's the only ones I could find. I used to have the ultimate poof, but those are the only pics I could find you, Sam. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.